Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you believe you can live a pain-free, vital life? Do you want to step back into your power and share your gifts with the world? Are you ready to make a commitment to you? It's time to reclaim your inheritance as a self-healer. Welcome to the Nature of Healing. Hello, healers. I'm Roseanne. Donna Voti is a naturopathic doctor and counselor of natural health. She studied diabetes with the Weimar Institute and also women's hormones and adrenal physiology. Dr. Donna has been a beautician, a ham radio operator, literacy teacher, homeschool mom, health store owner, and author of books on grammar, politics, and health. She's hosted her own radio show, and today she still writes and teaches. As Granny Good Food on Facebook, she's offered suggestions to parents on feeding their children real food for life, and I found her on Facebook years ago, and I love that she shares her views on politics, food, health, healing, and most recently, her challenges with smart meter technology in the city of Lockhart, Texas, where she lives. These issues all connect. Donna, I'm honored to have you on. Welcome to the Nature of Healing podcast. Thank you, Roseanne. I'm honored to be here. Well, today we're going to talk about smart meters and their dangers. And Smart meter technology has taken over the world in a few short years, kind of came out from nowhere. And people are discovering the hard way that our bodies are electrosensitive and that an overload of these frequencies is taking a toll on physical, mental, emotional health. And in a lot of cases, people don't even realize what's happening to them or what the cause is. Um, and this is affecting our natural innate ability to heal ourselves because we are also electromagnetic beings. So we're going to talk about frequencies and health today and ways to protect ourselves from harm, including knowing the local laws to opt out of smart meters. But before you share your recent effort, Donna, to work with the city of Lockhart, uh, in Texas to remove a smart meter from your home, which I think will be relevant for a lot of people who want to do the same thing. Can you talk a little bit about why we should all be concerned about wireless technology being attached to where we live? Well, the first thing is that it's being forced on us. And I don't like anything being forced on me. I, I like choices. And if you want a smart meter, fine. If you don't, then you should have a choice not to have one. But, um, uh, Gosh, where do I start? The big picture, and let me start with the big picture, then I'll, I'll focus on, on how it can affect us individually. The big picture is that there is a smart grid plan for our entire nation. Every hamlet, every village, every little back alley you could think of is going to be on this smart grid. And it's going to be connected to the world. Not just the United States, but the world is going to be on a smart grid. 
And the question that I have asked when I, I talk about this uh, in, in uh, groups is that who controls the off switch? Who is in control of that smart grid? You know, it's, and I, I've got quotes here. I could pull up quotes. Uh, there are, you know, very good articles written about uh, people that are concerned about our national security as right they should be because this is a, a, an area where a terrorist, a bad actor, uh, someone disgruntled. I mean, we know people go postal these days with guns, but what would happen if someone got hostile against our grid? Seriously, it, it could be devastating to millions of people. And that's, that's the big concern there is that the smart grid is, uh, it makes our whole uh, energy system very vulnerable to be taken down and affect us all. And the second reason that I personally have taken a stand against smart meters is that uh, back in the mid 80s, uh, my family and I had gone to a Chinese restaurant, had a beautiful dinner. By the time I got home, my head was on fire, my whole neck, my entire central nervous system was on fire, and I thought I was dying. And I said, Mike, you, you have to take me to the doctor. I, I said, Something's happening. I, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm dying. And uh, so he took me to urgent care. And the doctor said, well, this is a Friday night. He said, well, on Monday, take her to the psychiatrist because there's nothing wrong with her. You don't tell a woman who is having something going on with her that she's crazy. That really upset me. And, and so I started looking at what it was. I, I didn't go to the psychiatrist, by the way. <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, I didn't know what was going on. And so uh, that Monday I went, I was still in college. So I went to the school library and I found something written by Dr. John Olney, this thing called Chinese restaurant syndrome. And uh, I read what he wrote. And of course it was MSG. And I did some more research and I found out uh, through much of the writings by Dr. Russell Blaylock. He's written a book called Excitotoxins, The Taste That Kills. I found out that there's something called a calcium ion channel. And when you consume aspartame, MSG, or you are exposed to smart meters, that technology acts on your cells the same way MSG and aspartame do. When you're exposed to that, it opens up those calcium ion channels and calcium ions flood the cell and the cell swells and a process called apoptosis. I, I didn't make that word up. It's an actual <laughs> process. Apoptosis, the cells literally explode and you get headaches, uh, you, you feel crappy, you, you have nerve pain, brain fog, uh, you just feel terrible. And that same process happens when you're exposed to the smart meters. I mean, there are other things that happen with the smart meters, but that's the one thing that, that has touched me. And I don't like having MSG brain. I have worked very hard. And, and that's one thing that got me started in uh, teaching and writing my supermarket survival series was the experience that I had in the mid-80s when I thought I was dying. The doctor tells me I'm crazy. No way. And I had to find out on my own. So uh, that's one thing that I could tell people that 
you need to be aware of this smart meter technology because it will make you feel like you're brain foggy, sleepy, tired, lethargic, and it's not a good place to be. You know, I, I've got a lot of things to do and, you know, I'm sure other people do too. And you, you just don't want to be incapacitated by this, this technology that, that, um, you know, we need to do something about. So, uh, and I did find out that magnesium is the cure. Uh, when I was uh, going to talk a couple of weeks ago before a group here in Lockhart, uh, my friend David, he's the eye doctor here in town, and, and he's a health guru. And I said, David, what is the one thing that you would recommend to people if they had a smart meter and they wanted to protect themselves? What would you do? And he didn't even bat an eye. Magnesium. I said, yes, that's exactly what I said too. So, um, you know, with my MSG sensitivity, I, I have found out that if I know I'm going to be out and about and I have to eat food that I didn't prepare, I can make sure I've, I've repleted my magnesium, take a little bit of milk of magnesia um, or a little bit of my uh, mag water. Uh, and I can talk about how to make that later. Uh, just milk of magnesia and carbonated water. There's a little process. It's uh, the afibers came up with this. So I, I protect myself with magnesium. And I would say if you have a smart meter, before you start fighting the city, right now, take care of your magnesium uh, situation. Because, um, you know, Dr. Mark Circus would tell us we're all deficient. That's one mineral we are pretty much all deficient in. And so um, so the big picture is the national security risk that the smart meters and all that gives to our, our nation. And personally, it's going to mess up your mind if you have these smart meters. And the more devices you have, the more cumulative the effect is going to be. Uh, you know, I have a desktop that I'm sitting at right now. Some people have laptops and uh, there are some, uh, you know, people have wireless security uh, at their home. Uh, just think of the number of ways where you're surrounded by Wi-Fi and each one of those devices is going to be, you know, a step up, you know, affecting you physio physiologically. So, uh that's, that's pretty much where, um, you know, my position is. Yeah, you are amazing to be able to connect the dots like you do and take charge of your body and your life to protect yourself before you uh, talk about it. Because these challenges, I really believe, come up in our lives um, we're the sum of our experiences and they're all specific for each of us to get us the information we need, not only to protect ourselves, but then what you're doing is to tell other people how they can protect themselves. So I, I'm just so grateful that you can be here to share your experience and your knowledge. And, you know, most people talk about you know, five quick and dirty ways to protect yourself from EMFs and they include reducing the amount of the sources, reducing the time of your exposure. Um, increasing your distance, obviously. People are not holding cell phones to their heads anymore. They're using the speakerphone. Using wired connections to your devices. Mm -hmm. Using mm -hmm, using RF shielding paint, radio frequency shielding paint, uh, or shielding the actual meter at your house from, you know, beaming directly into your house. But what you're talking about is 
so important. It's the most important thing is protecting your body at the source, at the level of the cells, because this is what it does is these damage the, the DNA in our cells. And if you can prevent some of these things from happening at, at that level, you're way ahead of most people. So thank you for that uh, insight. Well, sure. You know, and, you know, we can create the distance between our smart meter and ourselves or use that paint. And have you checked the price of that paint? Oh, my gosh. It's like $300 a gallon or something just insane. Um, So, you know, but if you protect yourself, what if you're riding in your car? You're going to have Wi-Fi in your car. You're going to have, you know, all sorts of, of exposures. So, uh, like you said, if we protect our bodies, if we are repleted in our uh, nutrients and, and have enough magnesium and antioxidants and uh, drink that miso soup, that's that's another thing too. Um, you know, if we take care of our bodies, then it doesn't matter where we are in our house or our car or the office. You know, we have to take care of this environment, this uh, body we live in. That's right. And if you don't have your health, what do you really have, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The miso soup, I was going to mention that too. Okay. Uh, Years ago when we lived in Corona, it was a spring, it was chilly. And every morning I would, uh, my cuppa was miso soup with some chopped green onions on it. I just love it. And so I was drinking that all week long. And then Saturday came along and it was beautiful and sunny. So Mike and I put our tank tops on and we went for a walk. Well, we forgot that you do have to walk back. So we were out in the sun. Oh gosh, it was several hours. And we get back and my husband, he's a beautiful olive skin Dutchman and he was red. And I'm a white girl, white, uh, very, very white Irish girl. And guess what? I was still white when I got back. This is weird. Mike, it does, it, he burned and I didn't. What is going on? <laughs> And, and like you said, connecting the dots, I did it. I thought, my goodness, what, what was the difference here? I found out that miso protects against radiation. Wow. And what is a sunburn? It's a radiation burn. So uh, I thought that was the miso. And then it was confirmed. And I don't know about you, but if I find something, it, it, the universe confirms things to me all the time. And uh, it got confirmed. I, I was reading in another, I think it was Maureen Kennedy Solomon's uh, book on um, <clears throat> oh, uh, foods that heal. And miso was in there as something that protects against radiation. And the people in Japan who survived, you know, and had the fewer um, consequences of the bombs, they were big miso consumers. So, uh, Miso is, is a wonderful, wonderful living food with lots of enzymes, lots of protective ability, and uh, just make sure you don't get the miso that has MSG in it. <laughs> right. That's excellent. It does. <laughs> yeah. Most miso does that, that I've heard of. Is it high in iodine? No, I don't think so. But okay. iodine is another nutrient that we all need to be considering. And I, uh, I actually taught about this at the class that I, or the people that I talked to a couple of weeks ago with the smart meter. I said, most of us are deficient in iodine. And, um, and I, I, I take the little analogy that 
you know, that we're told by the FDA that we should get 150 micrograms of iodine a day. Well, that's ridiculous because that's all that, that that's just going to prevent goiter. What about your breasts? What about the prostate? What about the stomach cells that need uh, the iodine to make parietal cells, uh, for the parietal cells to make hydrochloric acid? You know, we need iodine for all that. And the Japanese, again, they get about 12 to 13 milligrams a day. And at least until McDonald's came there, I don't think Japanese women got breast cancer. And um, so the way I, I teach people, don't worry about micrograms and milligrams. Let's talk about dollars. So if the FDA tells you 150 micrograms is sufficient, Let's turn that into dollars. That would be $15. And then if the Japanese people get about 12 and a half milligrams, that is $1,250. Now, if your mortgage payment is $1,250 and you send the bank $15, you're not going to have a home very long, right? You're going to be homeless. And, and that's the same way with us. We need a, a good amount of, of iodine every single day and if we don't get it we're more susceptible to the radiation we're more susceptible to the flus and things that our stomach our, our stomach acid could stop you know that's our, our gateway into our body is our stomach and if we don't have iodine we don't make the hydrochloric acid and the bacteria and the bugs get into us so um you know, we need to have that iodine. And the breasts, our, our breasts need iodine as well to prevent the breast cancer. Uh, one of my favorite places to recommend to ladies is uh, breastcancerchoices.org. And the first thing they talk about is iodine. So uh, we need yeah. iodine. Yes, I and I've written about this. I, it was my own experience to go through a healing uh, journey, uh, realizing that my diagnosis of what was then profound hypothyroidism was really iodine deficiency disease. And when I went about understanding that, studying it, and then applying it, you know, changing my diet, making sure I had enough iodine and co-nutrients, other minerals. Yes. If one mineral is missing, many minerals are missing. So all of these diagnoses are really mineral deficiency diseases. And you make a great point. If we want to stay healthy in this future that we're, we're coming into... We need to be up in our minerals. We need to be sufficient. And um, th that's the kind of energy that you are, are sharing with us. You're sharing that you are mineral sufficient. And ev everybody can be this way, even amidst the exposures that we're going to be dealing with. Yes, exactly. And you know what, Roseanne? I like my computer. I really like being in the information age. I like being able to have the world at my fingertips and, and, and research anything and in a matter of seconds have that. I like that. But I don't like to be sick and, and weak and fatigued. I like to be able to take information and help other people. And I've got to take care of myself. And people need to realize you've got to get enough minerals. The minerals and the good fats is what I tell people. Two things you, you need to make sure you get minerals and fats, good, good fats, uh, not hydrogenated anything, not refined anything, but uh, those two things. And um, most people, I uh, hate to say it, but uh, they're, they're going to have some problems. Your words are music to my ears. I am really concerned that people don't understand what's happening with these water 
meters, these smart meters. They don't understand that the cities are saying that people should pay an extra monthly fee for this new technology where there are where there's no longer a human that comes to read your meter. And that fee originally was included in your bill and now they're adding on to your bill to accept this device that irradiates you. So we're paying to be irradiated. But if people know that they can opt out or if there's a group in your community that can write into the legislation an opt-out clause, which is probably too late at this point, there was a group in my city that did that and I chose to opt out. So I don't have a smart meter on my house, which I rent. Um, you have also gone through this journey and have chosen to opt out. And you recently had an experience that you wrote about on Facebook that I read. And I thought, we have to get this information out and, and tell, tell your story. What was your okay. Right. Well, you got to realize Lockhart is not Austin. We, we're about 30 minutes away from Austin, but Lockhart is is not Austin. And I'm so thankful. Uh, we are a small town, 12,698 souls live in Lockhart. So it's small. Um, it is the barbecue capital of Texas. It may be self-proclaimed, but that's another point. Um, so, and, and we have some good people here. Uh, gosh, where do I start? Back in 2010, I learned that uh, through a fellow who, he, he wasn't a city council member yet, but he did become a council member uh, the next year. Um, Juan, Juan Mendoza, he, uh, he said that, uh, the city's going to get smart meters and, um, okay, then, okay, he got elected and, uh, then it came up and he voted no. He was the only one on the council of the mayor and the city council of the seven. He's the only one that voted no. And he said there is insufficient information to make uh, an intelligent vote. So he said, no, we should not get these things. So at the, that time in 2011, the city purchased a thousand of these meters. And uh, so soon after that, Mike and I wrote a letter to the city asked, it was a freedom of information request. Kind of, we call it open records request here in Lockhart or in Texas. And I said, uh, I had 15 questions that I asked the city, and I should pull that up just so you could see, uh, you could, your, your listeners can hear some of the things that we ask. I said, it's a request for information about smart meters, and uh, oh, we had written it in, in, in April 2012, and I said, uh, when smart meters were approved for Lockhart by a majority of city council, he, Juan Mendoza was the only dissenting vote saying there was not enough information. Please provide copies of the same information the council reviewed. And uh, the attached documents, uh, there was a maintenance project comparison. It was nothing quality that they provided. Second question, uh, please provide copies of the original request from the agency or department that requested this to be placed on the calendar. The city of Lockhart does not have a document to provide regarding this issue. And I asked, please provide copies of all documents that the city has reviewed that prove smart meters are safe. And their answer, the city of Lockhart does not have a document to provide regarding the issue. You see that? And they, uh, they did this. I had 15 questions and they did provide an invoice showing, you know, what they purchased, uh, but Everything was, we don't have a document to show that. 
I said, please provide evidence of lawful opt-outs for those who do not want smart meters installed. We do not have a document to provide regarding that issue. Uh, oh, I said, please provide documentation suitable for my homeowner's policy that smart meters are safe. And we don't have a document. On and on and on. We don't have a document. I said, please provide evidence with dates and sites that smart meters were tested on before citywide installation and the results of these preliminary tests, both on residential and commercial property. No document. Please provide evidence that smart meters will not raise our electric bills. No document. I mean, it was just insane. So we did send a notice in saying, uh, let's see here, saying that we didn't want them on our property, that we didn't want anyone trespassing to install these surveillance technology meters, and that's exactly what they are. It's uh, notice of no consent to trespass and surveillance, notice of liability. So we sent this in, and oh my gosh, I was in the city hall, actually, the first uh, time I tried this, and I tried to hand it to one of the uh, city managers, and it had notice written on it, and he goes, that looks like a legal notice. I said, yes, sir, it is. Oh, I can't touch that. So <laughs> you would have thought it would, you know, it was you know, something out of the dirt or something. He just didn't want to touch that legal piece of paper. So I ended up having to send it in, you know, certified mail. And so that's what's been on file uh, until just recently uh, in October of last year of, of 2018, we got this horrendous water bill and it was something, it was a water electric. It's all combined. It was something like $500. And Mike and I like, oh no, what happened here? So we thought, first of all, the, the meter was, something was wrong. So we had them come out and look at that. And, uh, oh, nothing's wrong with the meter. It's on your side. And so Mike did find that he had put the hose onto a tree in the backyard, just a trickle. But that trickle ended up being something like 42,000 gallons. I mean, it could have filled a swimming pool. Oh, no. I don't understand how we our backyard wasn't just flooded away. But anyway, uh, the situation was that it was him. But in the meantime, uh, I had written a letter to the city saying that uh, – they said that after a million gallons, they change out the meters. And I said, well, our meter reached a million gallons the previous July. Oh, okay, so we'll, we'll change our meter. So they put a new water meter on. It was an analog, and that was October. And during that time, okay, you know, every, every dark cloud has a silver lining. Well, if they had not done that, if my husband had not left that water on, and they didn't have to come out and change that meter out, we never would have known that they were planning on adding a smart meter to our water meter system. It's called the advanced meter infrastructure. And we never would have known. So they said, well, uh, in, in January, when this is complete, uh, if you don't want that, uh, then you have to pay an opt-out fee, $25. So uh, we got the letter in, in January and they were the next bill February came with a $25 fee for someone to come out and read it. And we sent it back minus the $25 and said, we don't consent to this. We do not consent. And, uh, uh, the next month, March, came with another bill, and we sent it back. Nope, we don't consent. And then in April, 
uh, I requested, Mike and I went and requested to get on the city uh, agenda to talk to bring this before the city council saying you can't prove that these things are safe and why would you charge us this because you know in my spare time i read things like the city charter you know the ordinances and i found out wait a minute there's not an ordinance on the book saying that they can charge us this um. so ah, yeah so no law they they can't charge us if there's no law so on april 2nd uh we had requested to be on the agenda and they said, Oh, we don't have room, you know? Uh, and so that was the night they did have it on the agenda and they passed an ordinance to charge the $25 fee, but also give us an opt out. So, and come to find out if, uh, if the utility is owned by a municipality, they do not have to give you an opt out. So our city, our city of Lockhart buys the electricity and the water, the electricity from Blue Bonnet, and they also purchase the water. So our utility is city owned. Actually, they didn't have to give us an opt out, but they did. So that was the good thing. But charging us $25 was not a good thing. So I spoke at city council and I, I said, you know, my friend uh, who doesn't want a smart meter, she's on a fixed income. She's in her 70s. You know, she gets $903 a month, and you're going to charge her $25 to opt out of a smart meter. She has a pacemaker, so she is highly at risk. And I so said, you didn't prorate this. I mean, there was no mercy in this $25 fee. And, and I've seen her water bill. It's $22 a month. So a $22 water bill and a $25 fee to opt out, it just doesn't sound equitable, Right. So, right. <laughs> so uh, then uh, I sent the I sent uh, May's bill back without the without the twenty five dollar fees, and so the Friday I don't have the calendar, but it was two Fridays ago. We came home and there was a notice that they're going to shut our electricity, they're going to shut our power off and our water for non payment. So that was Friday. So Monday. We go to city council or city hall over there. And it's like, wait a minute. Uh, we don't consent to this. And uh, so she said, uh, well, it, it, you, we could let you self-read. I said, that's what I had offered in my letter of February 25th. I had offered as a solution that we could self-read. Oh, but your letter was three pages long and it was long and I didn't see that part. Could you write another letter? Oh my God. <laughs> they, don't, they don't read your people's letters, the city. They didn't. And, and we were in, her, in the finance manager's office and she pulled it up. There it was, my letter of February 25th. I had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six points on it. The first point was that the city has failed to document the safety of smart meters. And then uh, number two, safety information is not available from the manufacturer nor the distributor. And I had called both of them. I had called New Jersey. I had called uh, the, the census, the company that makes them. I had called uh, New Braunfels, the company that installed them. And nobody would give me any information. And then I said, number three, there's no ordinance that gives the city authority to assign us an opt-out fee. And then point four, I brought out that opt-out fees are being successfully challenged 
by utility customers all over the country. California, Arizona, Vermont, and Iowa, they have successfully challenged the opt-out fee. So they can have a, you know, no smart meter. They have their analog and no opt-out fee. So there is a precedent being set. Yay. And then the fifth point was that uh, charging a fee because we are informed enough to opt out of a potentially dangerous situation is retaliatory and coercive. And I, I said uh, the, the water portion of our monthly bill averages about 50. So charging us a, a $25 fee on a $50 bill is 50% of that charge. I said, what then is an acceptable fee to pay to be coerced into compliance, to be compelled to sacrifice our health, to acknowledge that government is sovereign over the affairs of men? Not a single cent. If we are indeed a republic built on the consent of the governed, this is anathema. If we are accountable to our creator for our actions, then subjecting this body to harmful influences is a violation of conscience. And I said, we can't do that. And we're not going to pay anything as an opt-out fee. And uh, I said, the solution is, I said, we offer the city a solution that others in our situation have done. We will self-read the meter on whatever day the city designated, designates and send a picture of the meter reading for calculation of our bill. The city will not be out of pocket for a manual reading, and we can keep our analog meter. That's a win-win, right? I think so. Yes, I think that's a win-win. And so I did. I sent a second letter in with just that information on it. And I also made another point on that letter. I said, smart meters, uh, to, to charge us a $25 fee, uh, for a smart meter is a scam. First of all, if the, uh, the the cost of reading the meter is built into your bill, shouldn't those who get a smart meter get a $25 credit every month? Exactly. Donna, you are so wise and smart. smart for them. <laughs> oh, they should be getting a credit. If, 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 uh, see, so, I said, the city has not passed along those savings. What's wrong here? So, uh, you know, if that money is built in there, then you should still be able to come out and, and read my meter. And to add that $25 on, that's like getting charging me twice for the same service. Well, their response to my letter was, you can self-read. <laughs> nah. so, if you ask them enough questions and you just keep persisting, you know, you can change things. You, you can fight City Hall and, and you can win. I mean, that's the bottom line. And, you know, I, I've added a lot of details here and I, I hope I didn't bore people. But the bottom line is that if, if you know, I think our actions are, are based on our faith. You know, if, if we believe that we are right, we just stand firm and, and keep at it. And, and you're going to win if you just keep at it. And don't back down. I mean, I was fully prepared to have to live in a hotel or something, motel, you know, while they turned our water off and we were fighting this. Um, but if you don't back down, uh, just don't back down. Like Tom Petty says, <laughs> don't back down. That's, that's my song. <laughs> don't back you, down. That is a beautiful um, description of uh, something I always say. It's the freedom the only freedom you have is the freedom you defend. And you did that beautifully. You stood up for your convictions and for your rights and you defended your freedom and got it. And that is exactly what everybody has to do. We have to stand up and explain to these agents of government 
who really controls government, who is responsible. Um, they work for us. Thank you. Yes, they work for us. They do. And, and I got to tell you, we, you know, after our phone calls and meetings and emails and, and finally we get the letter that says, Oh, here you can, you can self read. And by, here's this little badge with our, our address and our account number and all that on there. So we just hold the little card up to the meter and take a, a, a shot and email it to the city. I mean, it's so easy to do. So after all that, uh, I just felt so victorious. And so I went over to uh, the, the florist here in town and I had the utilities manager and the finance manager. I sent these ladies a bouquet of flowers saying, thank you. You know, you serve the city and yeah, we get a little strong sometimes because, you know, you're going to hold my feet to the fire. I'm Celtic. I'm going to fight back. <laughs> you know, don't tell me that I have to submit to something that's going to hurt my body. I'm not going to do it. So we were very um, insistent. And, uh, you know, we fought and we fought hard and we won. But, you know, you know, you watch the little leaguers and, and they all shake hands with their opponent after the game. And that's what I did. I sent them flowers. And so uh, today we were over there because... Oh boy, the rest of the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the rest of the story. So we go out there, we have to read the meter between the 15th and the 18th and send that in. So Saturday morning, all right, it's the 15th, we're going to send our first self-read in. So we take the lid off of the water meter there, and what do we see? A smart meter. It's oh like, my God. Oh, no, what did they do here after all this? And oh, so that was Saturday. So yesterday, I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So we're at the city hall this morning and uh, meeting with the finance manager again. And I said, I, there's a problem. After all this we've gone through, there's a smart meter. If... If that was sell, if that was reading, then why did you give us a card? Why did you? Uh, why are you allowing us to self read if it's already uh, doing that? She says, "Well, let me look it up." So she spent about twenty minutes looking through the files, and she says, "Here's your account. Look, it says manual on there, and even though the little disc is there, it's it's not connected. Uh, it's not downloading and actually transmitting." She said, and so there is a tech scheduled to come out and. Uh, uh, remove that but the actual digital part where it it reads it digitally that's okay that's not transmitting so that's going to stay but the part that transmits is going to come off so and it wasn't it wasn't um uh, transmitting anyway i mean i saw the she showed me the software and it says manual and so it was not transmitting so yay okay well wonderful <laughs> that's excellent i think you should add common law lawyer to your list of qualifications <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness you, you've done the work of like a team of lawyers and you've protected the public in a way although i don't know is the city going to uh tell the public about what their rights are based on what you've done well, it, it was announced at the city council meeting when they did pass that consent item, uh, you know, for the opt-out. So I guess most people, if they want to opt-out, uh, they will pay the $25 uh, and, and see, and see you brought something up. That's what I need to do. I, now my task is telling others in the city what we can do, kind of summarizing my battle here and saying, 
you know, there is the possibility of, of self-reading. And it's an obligation. It's a responsibility. You know, we're going to have to be out there. And, and we're also going to self-read the electric meter, too, because they are installing electric meters, we heard just recently, throughout the whole city. So, yes. Oh, gosh. So it's a good thing that this has happened. Yeah, it costs us a few hundred dollars in, in water. But you know what? Uh, the, the, the better thing that happened was that we knew about it. And, and so we were able to go to war, basically. Yeah, to, to protect ourselves. yourselves and protect yeah. your community. Yeah. And I hope everyone is taking notes on this because this is really great information. Um, did you want to talk about a little bit about the mag water you mentioned earlier as another form of protection? Oh, yes. Okay. This is the mag water. And I showed how to do this at the, the meeting that I shared about smart meters uh, on the 25th of May. Okay. You go to your grocery store and get a liter of either club soda or tonic water. I, I like the club soda myself. And uh, you take it home, refrigerate it, get it really cold, open it up, pour out about three tablespoons. And then you want to get the, the cheap milk of magnesia. If you get the national brand, uh, it may have sodium hypochlorite in it. And that is bleach. You don't want bleach in your milk of magnesia. So get the cheap probably store brand right here in Texas. The, the, the Texas store is H-E-B. So you get the store brand and uh, it doesn't have that in there. Then you're going to take that three tablespoons of milk of magnesia, pour it into that cold water, put the lid back on, shake it up. Okay. Make sure it's pointed away from you just in case. Shake it up and the bottle of water is going to get hard. You set it in the refrigerator for about 20 minutes and then you're going to see the magic. The sides of that bottle are going to be imploded. You're going, instead of having a nice tight round bottle, it's going to be like a, a, a triangle. It's going to be having flat sides on it. And there may be a little sediment in the bottom. If so, just shake that back up. But what you have created, you have done a magnesium bicarbonate. And here is the thing. Every cell in your body loves bicarbonate. Right? I mean, Roseanne, you're a health counselor. Bicarbonate <laughs> is amazing. And bicarbonate will help get that magnesium into the cell. And that is the best way. I mean, it, it really kicks up your, um, your magnesium in your body. It's easy. You, that is your, your concentrate. And you just pour some of that into whatever you're drinking throughout the day. You won't taste it. And, you know, one tablespoon is supposed to be enough, but, you know, you can drink as much as you want. Um, I had a friend, uh, Julie, uh, a few years ago, when she came over the bridge into the city, there is a grain factory. And that grain factory, you know, they grind the grain that's been sprayed with Monsanto's Roundup and who knows what else. And when that grain goes airborne, it would cause her to have breathing problems. Well, she said that she would hit that magnesium water before she came into town over that bridge and she wouldn't have to hit her inhaler. Amazing. Yes, it is. It's totally, and it's easy. Uh, you know, a bottle of milk of magnesia costs what, about $2.50? And the bottle of water costs, I think it's up to 67 cents now for pennies. That, and that one bottle of milk of magnesia will make 
a couple of dozen bottles of, of the water. So um, it's just a, such an easy, affordable fix. Wow, everybody's stock up. Yes, just the carbonated water with a, some milk of magnesia in it, get it cold. And uh, the actual recipe is at AFibbers. Uh, people that have atrial fibrillation, uh, heart problems, uh, they're supposed to get a lot of magnesium. So they came up with this, and I love it. It's it's the easiest, most affordable recipe that protects you from food that has MSG or its 40 hidden sources, and as well as your smart meter and your cell phone. So you guys, you got to get repleted on that magnesium. You, you've got to. I completely agree. Donna Voti, thank you so much for sharing your voice and your wisdom for all that you do. I mean, you are informing people so that they have true informed consent, something the city should be doing. Yes, so, yes. We I can't to. wait to hear the rest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? And, and it is growing. I'm talking to people. And uh, the night I was going to speak at city council, a lady was walking by. She saw some things in my hand. We started talking. Oh, you've got the World Health Organization report. She knew exactly the, the report that came out from the World Health Organization in 2011. And this lady was just walking down the street. Now, you talk about divine appointments, yes. synchronicity. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And there are about three families in Lockhart here who have opted out. That's including us. So we need to grow that. We need to actually get the word out, inform people and, you know, and people will take the self-responsibility from there. Yeah. You know, you are going to start a trend. Hopefully this is exactly how we take our power yeah. back. This is exactly how we utilize our own ingenuity for um, getting the word out, getting the message out, and, and ensuring our freedom. That's exactly right. Well, thank you again so much for for helping us understand our exposures and knowing how to heal with very easy solutions. For those who want to get in touch with Donna, find her at Donna Vote, V-O-T-E-E, on Facebook and at Granny Good Food Academy on Facebook, where you can download files and notes from her many classes. Donna is happy to send you any documents she has that could help you. Just send a request to her email at Nike, N-I-K-E, 5855 at yahoo.com. And to all my listeners, until next time, lots of love. Visit or consult with Roseanne Lindsay, naturopath, at natureofhealing.org, where you can find her books at her website and at amazon.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.